Blow My God is brought to you by Afterglow ATX, a digital music publication in Austin, Texas. Read the entirety of our content at afterglowatx.com and follow us on all social media at Afterglow ATX. Hi, y'all, and welcome back to Glow My God, an Afterglow official podcast serving the hottest takes about what's next in your queue. I am your host, Mark Yoder, the audio director of Afterglow, and I'm joined by co-editors-in-chief Zoe Judilla and Lakin Newman, as well as photo editor Gabriela Ruiz. And we've gathered here today to debate Christmas music. But first, what's new in music? In what's new in music, we reflect on some of the biggest music news events from the past two weeks. Mark, what news has stuck out to you? So this is a huge story and I'm sure most people have heard about it, but the Grammy nominations came out and The Weeknd completely got no nominations for his album and everyone was very shocked and The Weeknd was pissed. He tweeted out that the Grammys remain corrupt and that they owe him and his fans transparency. A lot of other artists came out and said that the Grammys were whack, including people like Drake and yeah, it was a pretty bad snub, and Justin Bieber's album got, like, nominations, and everyone was very mad. Mm-mm. Yeah. Pain. Van Morrison and Eric Clapton announced an anti-lockdown track titled Stand and Deliver, which is written by Morrison and performed by Clapton. This is not to be confused with the 1981 Adam and the Ants track of the same name. Um but this December 4th release comes after Morrison dropped three other singles criticizing lockdown due to COVID-19. Uh, these are titled Born to be Free, As I Walked Out, and No More Lockdown. Yikes. Oh, God. Pain. 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 <laughs> Your pain. I don't know about you guys, but I am very excited about Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special, which is coming to Apple TV Plus on December 4th. Um, the special will include appearances from Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson, and Snoop Dogg, among others. And I know the cast has been teasing the special for a few weeks now, so I am looking forward to it. And hopefully it'll be able to spread some holiday cheer to all of us. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And those are the past two weeks in music. Beautiful. Now for our next segment, Save, Skip, Repeat, where we talk about what music we've been listening to recently. Well, I would have to save um, the Phoebe Bridgers Christmas um, EP. It's an EP, right? Like, I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm going to save it for later and listen to it. I would skip. Um, I don't really know. I don't really have anything that I'd skip these days, you guys. Um, but on repeat for me is um, River by Joni Mitchell. A lot of Joni Mitchell recently um, were in those vibes for final season. Yeah, that's we're me. We're in those vibes. What about you, Gabby? For my save, I chose Shots Fired by Megan Thee Stallion, which is the first song on her debut album. And I haven't listened to the rest of the album yet, but... I was very shook by the first song, so that's what I chose for my save. Um, For my skip, I chose Prisoner by Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa. I like both of those artists, so I was looking forward to it, but I was left disappointed. I didn't really like the song. And for Mm -hmm. my repeat, I chose Winter by Benny Feet Mallrat. 
Um, and it's one of my favorite songs on the album, and I really recommend it. All right. Um, I would save Angel Rock by Dua Sale. They are just doing it way better than everyone else is doing it. Um, I would skip Please Don't Come From for Me for saying this. <laughs> Lucid by Rina Sawayama. Um, to all, the, all you pixels out there, I'm very sorry. This just was not it for me. Um, that's all I really have to say. Um, and I would repeat Siren by Shy Girl and really all of her alias AP. It is so good. Listen to it. Stream Shy Girl. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yes. So for my save, skip and repeat, I have for save, Tierra Wax's new single, Peppers and Onions. It's so good, yeah. She came through. She really came through. The production is chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. There's like some nice like whistling sounds and like mouth noises and stuff. I got a lot of uh, good listens out of it. Yeah. Um, skip is going to be Flex Up on the new Lil Yachty album. And it's featuring Future and Playboy Cardi. So we're thinking, this is going to be great. This is going to be an amazing collaboration. And then it's just Future saying, flex up, flex up, flex up for the entire (laughs) song. And I'm like, please, can we have some melody? Can we have some some dynamic? It was just so monotonous and repetitive. And I was just like wanting so much more from a collaboration between those three artists. I was left feeling really disappointed by that song. Um, and on repeat, I have Fue Mejor by Kali Uchis featuring Party Next Door. Super good song, just good vibes. And yeah, she never disappoints. Mm-hmm. for the good stuff this week's hot take so for this week we are going to be going and discussing christmas music and specifically what we think is the best classic christmas song what is the best modern day classic christmas song and what is our least favorite or worst christmas song and so we're going to go through a debate that and hopefully we can come to a conclusion but i doubt that we will all right All right. And starting with the worst Christmas song of all time, Zoe, what did you select? My okay, my take is not that hot. Um, I think the worst Christmas song of all time is Baby It's Cold Outside. And I don't think I have to explain myself for that long on this (laughs) song. Everyone hates this song. Um, And the more people try to redo it to at least make it more woke or feministy or like consenting like the kelly clarkson and john legend version the more people try to do that the more disgusted i am with that song (laughs) so that's my worst christmas song of all time what about you i totally agree i totally agree that the new modern renditions are just always it just gets worse it gets worse there's no winner and i'm like why do you keep coming back it gets it's time to let go right there's like no point let it go let it go let it go yeah foreshadowing (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) the public doesn't know you're foreshadowing (laughs) they'll see they'll see 
I'm dropping the hint, <laughs> early, right. but Lakin, what, um, what do you think? Okay, so it's kind of hard for me to pick a worst Christmas song, in my opinion, because I am very indifferent to like a lot of Christmas songs. Like I just don't, you know, they don't bother me. But this song does bother me. It is "Do You Hear What I Hear," <laughs> um, and there's a specific version actually that bothers me. But the thing is, growing up, I, okay. I'm i not Christian or anything or religious whatsoever. And so the song has literally no meaning to me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in the song. Um, so it... You don't know I what don't they, know they hear? hear. It's, it's, it's so confusing. <laughs> I cannot. She cannot hear it. She cannot hear it. She I truly cannot hear it at all. Yeah. She is not um, hearing it. But <laughs> the reason I dislike this song is because... When I was growing up, I had a CD, um, a Rosie O'Donnell Christmas CD, and <clears throat> her rendition of Do You Hear What I Hear uh, features Elmo as no. as the guest. No. Um, so <laughs> Elmo is here, like, you know, doing call, like, doing that kind of, like, callback thing, um, call-in response with Rosie O'Donnell, and it is so uncomfortable. <laughs> and Elmo, Elmo always freaked me out as a kid. So I just did not like it. They were singing about hearing things, and I was like, "What is happening? I don't hear anything." Um, <laughs> you were hearing nothing, nothing but Elmo. Um, so it was just—it was not a good time for me. So that is why I dislike. Do you hear what I hear? It's not the best. Oh my god! Totally understandable. So my least favorite Christmas song is "Santa Baby." I mm-hmm. hate all versions of it Mm. and i think christmas songs should be fun and uplifting and exciting and this song is just so slow and boring i also have a problem with the sexualization of santa this is an (laughs) old man with a white beard and he doesn't wear cute clothes he wears a red jumpsuit with a big Mm. old belt and i just he has a cute outfit I don't find anything about Santa attractive. <laughs> Shocking. So um, this song is just very confusing to me. Um, and I just think that anytime there's a reference to like Santa and gifts, it should be like from a kid's perspective. I think it can be like a cool perspective, I guess, from an adult asking for gifts. But I just there's just so many things wrong with the song. And I think we should also let the song go. I agree. It's over. It is very weird, yeah. and yeah. I don't know why it happened. But I will say that the original by Eartha Kitt, like she does, she does it justice mm. with, she with does, what she has. Yeah, like I don't think she wrote the song, but she she did it. And every other version is bad. I would agree, but Eartha Kitt, Eartha Kitt did it. Yeah. I respect yeah. that. Or like even when people try to make it a duet, there's I think Ariana Grande and Liz, Liz Gillies actually really? did that as a duet. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? I'm like you? why? I thought What's you were saying point? like they were doing yeah. a duet with like the Santa character. And so Santa was responding. <laughs> and I'm like, who? <laughs> who is doing that? This is getting weirder. <laughs> what do you what do you think Santa would say? In response to that, I don't know, like you know, what it I mean? Santa like, sounds like, oh, ho, ho, you know, ho, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He would yeah. say, ho, ho. Santa doesn't yeah. really have range when it comes to dialogue. <laughs> he really doesn't. Yeah, Mark, what's Christmas. your favorite? What's your favorite, Mark? Or worst not favorite? Not my favorite. Not my worst favorite. favorite. Actually, quite the opposite. <laughs> my, I think, and I, I think all you guys have good options, but for me, what takes the cake for worst Christmas song is "Carol mm. of the Bells." <laughs> 
Yeah. And this might be a hot take. I said this to my siblings earlier, and they're like, what? We love Carol with the Bells. And they're like, that's so good. No, it's not. And let me tell you why. Mm. It is not like the song itself that makes it so bad, but it is the way that it has been abused by corporate America and their Mm. advertisements and their videos and everything they do, that song is playing. Right. And now when I hear it, I can only hear dun 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 shopping. It's like they always have their parodies where they're like, come get a car, like whatever. Like it is so Toyota song. It's gotten to that point where I just cannot Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, exactly. So I've seen like the Hyundai commercial. They're like yeah. driving. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, just, I when I hear the song, I literally think of advertising, and I want to <laughs> shut it off. I want to skip yeah. ad every time I hear that song. Toyota Thon outsold Christmas. So, yeah, that is that is my take. <laughs> well, when I think of Carol of the Bells, I think of like singing it in high school choir. Like everyone sang it if they were in choir at some point because it has like the three part harmonies, mm-hmm. and yeah. everyone's like ding. Dong, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone's like, like we've, "Oh, we've I'm, heard it. We've heard we've it. Heard it. It's <laughs> yeah. been done. It has been done so many times, and it's just like, yeah, the bells. Leave it be. The bells have been caroled. They've been caroled. Yeah. Really I was obsessed have. with that song yeah. when I was younger. Like, I was obsessed. Something about the harmonies. I was like, damn. But yeah, it's like I will agree. And shit. Yeah. It is creepy too. I was like, yeah. ooh, like it's a little. It's a little bit like. It did give me chills, but yeah. The other one is um, like Hall of the Mountain King or whatever. They use that in advertisements as well. It is social network. Social network. Army Hammer rolling. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Enough, enough. The rolling scene in Social Network. Yes, in Social Network. Gotta put it in RTF terms so they understand. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. okay. I'm literate a little yeah. bit. Well, in RTF. Okay. Yeah, I think honestly, I think all those are really good. I feel like Lincoln's <laughs> is a little more personal to her experience, of, <laughs> like listening with Elba or whatever. But all the all of them, I are I'm not fan. I'm not a fan of any of those. Yeah, I have yeah. no personal vendetta against Santa Baby. I just hate that song. It's personal. I think what you were talking about, though, like the sexualization <laughs> of Santa. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. It can be I mean, applied, yeah. but it can also be applied to Baby. It's cold outside. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like they're sexualizing like winter and like. Weather. It being cold outside, being warm in here. Mm-hmm. Warm it, where? Where is it warm? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, mm-hmm. So I think sexy Christmas songs just aren't the move yeah. in general. No. I yeah. don't know. Is it there is any weird. other sexy Christmas song that, that you can think of? Yeah, it's like okay. a wholesome time. I would Are argue yeah. that last Christmas like. is a little bit sexy. A little bit. It's like sexy sad. Oh, but that's heartbreak. Yeah. It's about heartbreak. It's so sad, so yes. sexy, if you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. I think that pretty much we'll get covers into that it later. for our worst Christmas songs. Yeah. We will get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the modern classics. And we define modern classics as songs that came out after 2000. Mm-hmm. So... We'll just go in the same order. Zoe, what is your modern classic? Okay, this might be a hot take because it's so new. It's oh. It literally came out last year. 
Okay. And I just think it's a really great song. I It's the only one. I've been listening to it since like the start of November, like on repeat. And it's the number one song on my Christmas playlist. But it's Glittery by Casey Musgraves from the Casey Musgraves Christmas special. Um, the actual special for that was like, eh, it was like, okay. The production design, the costuming, amazing. But that one song featuring Troy Sivan, mm. it's just so lovely. The way she does the lyricism of it, so subtle, but also so quaint and comforting. Mm. She makes you feel so glittery. And to me, that's special. Um, and I guess in general, anything on the Christmas Casey Musgraves Christmas album before the Christmas show, a very Casey Christmas. Very good. I agree. But that's me. My favorite modern classic has got to be, it's kind of a tie between two songs, actually. Both are by the legendary Sufjan Stevens. Um, first we have... Yes. Yes. <laughs> first we have... Hey guys, it's Christmas time. There's exclamation points in there. Um, it is just so happy. He is so joyful, which you're like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> he loves he Christmas. Loves, he mm-hmm. genuinely mm-hmm. loves Christmas. It is so happy. It sounds like, you know, how he normally sounds when he sounds joyful, but like you're like, oh, it's actually sad. It's actually happy. And so it's just such mm. a shocking. Right. It's just, it's, <laughs> mi- it's mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and my second track, just to kind of get the duality for Sufjan Stevens' like Christmas music as a whole, is Did I Make You Cry yeah. on Christmas? Well, you deserved it. Uh, that's in parentheses. Ugh, it that's, is so good. Wow. It is so That is such a good a, song. It is so powerful. Yeah. What a shift in tone between those two songs. It's like yeah. if you mm-hmm. were to think about like Sufjan Stevens writing a Christmas song, like this is exactly what it is. Like, it is just so him. Um, and it's, like, sad, but also, like, revenge. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just got to be between the two of those. It's got to be between, between two of those. Sufjan's, Sufjan's Christmas album is so good, though. Like, I was going to say that for my favorite modern classic, but I can't pick like a specific favorite. I would mm-hmm. say it's definitely my top like Christmas albums. Yes. Like as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's so Ever- good. Like both of yeah. them. Yeah. Like no, for real. So good. I just think we need yeah. to put some respect on like indie Christmas music. Like it's so forgotten about. Yeah. Like <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely, <laughs> if you haven't heard the album, I would definitely listen to it. I think like Sufjan does a really good job of blending his sound and his style with Christmas music. Yeah. Yeah. It's the vibes. It is it's vibes. the it's Sufjan's sad vibes. It's like lonely winter. Lonely man of winter, even. Like just lonely winter vibes. That's kind of just his um his shtick, I and would say. My so. modern classic is Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. I think Ariana has the perfect voice for Christmas music. I just get all happy feeling whenever i hear her voice so i really like this song the music video is also really cute like early you know like 2010s vibes with just her Mm -hmm. and her friends just hanging out Mm -hmm. um and then i remember like even like listening on spotify they'll show like a little clip from the music video and i think like the vibe is just really nice Um, gabby i have a question do you think 
her voice is fit for Christmas music because she's so similar to Mariah Carey and Mariah Carey has like the Christmas. You yes. know what I mean? Like, what do you think about yes. that? I am so glad you asked me that Zoe, because I was <laughs> thinking that earlier and I think there definitely is a connection between it because there's a reason that Mariah is called the queen of Christmas. Right? So Ariana mm-hmm. has to be the daughter of Christmas, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think either in the near future or um, sometime later on, I think Ariana should just come out with like a full out Christmas album. I know she's like had an EP before, right. um, but I think she definitely has the voice for the genre. Um, and she has the range too. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll get an Ariana version of All I Want for Christmas is You. It might be controversial. Ooh. It might be controversial. I what don't know. What if they did it together? I will definitely give that a listen. Would that be too much power? Yeah, she's going to be on the <gasps> yes. special. I wonder yeah. if they will do Well, I think because I know Ariana and her and uh, Jennifer Hudson, I think yeah. they all three might do a version of All I Want for Christmas is You, but we'll have to wait and see if that actually happens because they've been teasing yeah. the three of them specifically yeah. together. So I don't know if right. each of them are doing individual songs or if they're just doing a collab on mm-hmm. a particular song, but I think that will definitely get all the fans riled up in That'd a good way. So yeah. Too much power. Too much power. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Mark, what's your favorite modern classic? So, I was going to say Let It Go from the film Frozen. (laughs) But I decided to choose Justin Bieber's Mistletoe because I feel like it fits more with the spirit of a modern day Mm. classic Mm -hmm. uh, Christmas song. And it's funny because whenever it first came out, I was definitely not a Justin Bieber fan at the time. It was like back when it was like not cool to like be a fan of Justin Bieber or anything so I was like oh this song sucks or whatever (laughs) yeah but over time the song kept on playing and I felt like I liked it more and more to where now it's like I'm happy when it comes on (laughs) yes mistletoe like this is the song I want to hear it says it's the most beautiful time of the year Mm -hmm. lights fill the streets spreading so much I agree Mm -hmm. I think it has the staying power yeah I think it does. It does. It's not just a flash of the pan modern classic. Like, I think it could stay toe to toe with a lot of like the actual classics because I think it it gets played a lot. And I feel like it it should honestly. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, the worst thing I have ever heard in my entire life is <laughs> Justin Bieber's rendition of Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> Um, with oh Buster God. Rhymes, yeah, no, it's yeah, literally, oh, no. it's literally yeah. Buster Rhymes on the shack, and he goes like, <laughs> "We don't need to talk about that. We do not need to talk about that." That is honestly terrible. Wow. Like, we can leave that out. Yeah, we should have. It's very bad. Um, maybe I need to change my worst track. Zero. To I 10 forgot about that one. I literally forgot about it. Mm. <laughs> I forgot about that. I know one. that would actually would be a good contender wow. for worst. Yeah, it was. That's like horrific. I just have it unpacked yeah. his Christmas album and I don't it. know why they had to make that modern. We didn't. That's why they it shouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, all right. And moving into our <laughs> final category, we have just the normal classics, mm. all-time classics. Zoe, start it off for okay. us. Okay. My favorite classic Christmas song. This is also another hot take is Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Now, dear listener, you probably won't know what this song is just by the title, but 
if you actually listen to this, you will hear it at one point in time during your Christmas shopping, like Black Friday sales, all the shebang if we weren't in a pandemic, because this is a true classic. It's underrated. And Mark, my goal is for you to insert like a, a clip, 90s classic. It's, um, they even covered it on Glee. Kind of embarrassed that I know that mm-hmm. on the Glee Christmas special. Um, oh, we'll get to Glee it's like later. Punk. It's really fun. It has, oh God. <laughs> it Please. has a narrative. It's um, such a really fun, like uplifting song for people who hate Christmas, but also secretly love Christmas. I think it's so dynamic and so fun. And it has that general cheer of, what a cr- perfect Christmas song should be. Yeah. So I love that song. Hard to agree. That's my favorite. I love that song as well. There's the narrative. Mm-hmm. It just has it all. It just really has it all. Yeah. Okay, bop. True bop. Okay, Lakin. So what's your favorite classic Christmas song? All right. My favorite classic, for real, has to be Wham's Last Christmas, the mm. 1984 classic. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it is the best version. It's the original version. Some of the remakes are okay, but I will get to that later. <clears throat> let me let me defend my choice um, first. This song is great because it's not too Christmassy. It is kind of one of those like crying on the dance floor songs, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, like it is very sad and it's about heartbreak. But like, I can still kind of like you know I can bop to it a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's also so poetic. The part where he like whispers Merry Christmas and then he just is like, <laughs> I wrapped it up and sent it. That is so good. No other line in Christmas music beats that. Yeah. And then also, lyrical quote, he says, a face on a lover with a fire in his heart. A man undercover, but you tore me apart. Mm. Who's doing that? On that? Who's the doing vocals it? on that too? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, the performance is so good. It doesn't um, have to be that good, but it's good. But it is. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like also like the the synths are so, you know, mm-hmm. they're just so bright. And then they have like sleigh bells in the background for that like little bit of a Christmas vibe. Yep. It's perfect because it is just the right amount of the just the right dose of Christmas into a song that it does not get tiring. And I will say, like, I can understand why people might find it annoying because I, at one point in my life, believe it or not, also found this song to be annoying wow. when I was mm. like 10 because it is overplayed on the radio. Mm-hmm. But it is a gift to me and the Mark, world. Mark, what do you have to say about that? I have some thoughts All when right. it comes to this. And first, let me <laughs> say, Lakin started off her argument of why this is the best Christmas song is saying it's not Christmassy. So that's an interesting point. But it said it's not that Christmassy. Yeah, not it's too not that Christmassy. Christmassy. We're talking about uh, the best Christmas song. <laughs> okay. like, oh, it's not Christmassy. <laughs> so I feel like you're arguing against yourself on that point. <laughs> I think but you're. Let me just say why I hate the song, <laughs> okay. please. Okay, I had to work at IKEA. <laughs> no. Christmas. No. And what did they have on loop, <laughs> on repeat? There was not other songs mixed in. It was literally last Christmas, last Christmas, like what? over and over and over. I thought I lost my mind. In <laughs> you, that store. you cannot blame last Christmas for your traumas of, from capitalism, okay? You cannot blame last Christmas. Wham did not do this back, to you. Yeah. 
It always it all comes back to capitalism. But I do blame Wham because the song, <laughs> like you said, it's supposed to be emotional, but I feel nothing when I listen to it. It's so like, wow. and, like, wow. and like toothless, I feel like. It's like, yeah, it has these it's sins. Toothless? Just, like, no! Yes. That is the opposite of There's nothing of interesting place. about the song. There's nothing like... Wow. Okay, you're not listening like, then. You've... I am listening. <laughs> you're listening, but you've you're not. tuned and it I out. do not like what I'm hearing. <laughs> you do hear what they hear. <laughs> he hears what they hear. <laughs> I hear it and I reject it. I think I you have become numb. I think you've become numb to the power of last Christmas. <laughs> yep. Just because you played, they played it way too many times. It is... It is. There is teeth there. Okay. There's some bite to it. There's You're just not, not listening there's no to bite. his performance. There's no... The vocal performance. It's yeah. beautiful. Well, the it's vocal so beautiful. It's boring to me too. But... <laughs> um. Merry Christmas. When he whispers, "Merry Christmas." Merry Christmas. <laughs> Boy George, rest I wrapped his soul. It, up in like, it yeah. is so good. You wrapped it up. You're wrong. That's all I have to say. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we will just have to. Oh, agree to disagree when it comes I also, to that. <laughs> I also would like to honorably mention, I think actually what turned it around for me into actually liking this song, believe it or not, was the Glee version. Um, oh, this is why I said God. I wanted to talk about Glee. It was good. Um, <laughs> Wait, who's the Glee version? Is it Rachel? Or who's, who's the lead on Yeah, it? it's yeah. Rachel and Finn. Yeah, and they're at like yeah. a Christmas tree farm. I was like obsessed no. with it in middle yeah. school. Um, and Her you know that. on that. Too. The vocals on that, it was it was good. There was like context, and I think that's what I needed to actually like the song. And as I got older, I was like, "Wow, Wham's Last Christmas is good, and it's the best version." So. I would say that um, bringing it back to that Glee episode, that was like, <laughs> wasn't that that was Kurt and Blaine's first kiss? I uh, think. Maybe what? I don't and remember this they episode. Sang, they sang "Baby, it's <gasps> baby, cold it's cold outside. outside." Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> Oh God! I really, oh, no. I was like, not this, not like this, not Honestly. like this, because yeah, conflicting emotions. Work. Yeah, too many feelings, yeah. too many emotions. Yeah, it that song was, never works ever, like ever. Sorry, true, ever, Continue. ever, ever. Yeah, we need to leave it in the past. Where it yeah, exactly. Maybe it's cold outside. Needs to die. That's yep. my Agree. take for this Hard episode. Mm-hmm. It is that Christmas's eyes on. of Texas. that's yeah (laughs) that's true so i don't think any of y'all will disagree with this and this is my hill that i will die on i Mm. think that the queen of christmas mariah carey's all i want for christmas Mm. is you is the best christmas song of all time i think this for many reasons first of all there is a reason that this song becomes popular around Christmas time every single year. And yeah. that is because it is a hit among younger and older generations both. It is it's a universal, American it's a timeless classic. classic. Yes, a timeless yeah. classic, an American classic, a worldwide classic. <laughs> That's my first reason. Second of all, Mariah kills the vocals on mm-hmm. this track. All of the mm-hmm. high notes are perfectly hit they're music to my ears they're beautiful and no one can Mm. deny that simply yeah third of all this song gave mariah the title queen of christmas and that's because christmas is her season it's where she Mm -hmm. thrives 
She dominates this genre. She is the perfect fit for it. And her Christmas album overall is amazing too. So is, does anyone else have any thoughts on this or do you agree? It's a hard thing to argue against. Thank you. Right. That <laughs> um, it kind of sounds like you're a Mariah Carey stan. Um, Gabby, <laughs> so, how much you talked so about Mariah. I don't, I don't consider myself a very big Mariah fan. I think I've been sort of brainwashed because my dad is a very big Mariah Carey <laughs> fan. And I just, I've heard so many stories about like them going to like her shows and stuff over the years. And mm. I've heard like, I've been around her music, but I personally wouldn't consider myself a stan overall. Mm. But I think this song has been around since the 90s and I've heard it ever since like I was a child. And right, same. this yeah. is the only song that I can confidently say that i have listened to like probably every single christmas for my mm -hmm. entire life and that i yeah. want to hear i never get annoyed by it and i can't really say that about any other christmas song because i don't know sometimes like lakin says sometimes christmas songs can get overused it can be repetitive on the radio um but anytime the song comes on i just let it play like i don't even feel annoyed or the need to skip it so i would like to say that you mentioned vocals mm -hmm. and i think that's such an essential part yeah. of making a good christmas song so i'd like to say an honorable mention to kelly clarkson's underneath the tree yes that's like one of the only modern classics to me that kind of stands up in terms terms of vocal performance as a, in a christmas song like in comparison to mariah's renditions like everyone tries so hard to make yeah. you know you know what I mean? Like their covers yeah. and like just show off their voice in in a Christmas song. But like I can genuinely say that that song, the Kelly Clarkson song, is like such a good modern equivalent to that song, in yeah, my opinion. I, I think that all I want for Christmas, like if you're looking to have the best Christmas song of all time, that's the song to be. Yeah. You know, that's what you're aiming mm -hmm. for right now because, right, like that's sort of what people would look at as right. sort of the biggest of all time and it is extremely overplayed i think but it doesn't get that old yeah. it still doesn't so get old it yeah. really doesn't i do agree that it is not that annoying for some reason like every time i hear it <laughs> i yeah. feel a little a little christmas joy and yeah. yeah we need to thank mariah carey for that because yeah. it is just like how do you how do you make a song that popular that is like somehow not annoying i don't know yeah like yeah. it's so hard that to do. is impressive um love actually like i i love <laughs> love actually like it's honestly me as well it's honestly my favorite christmas movie i know that's a hot take <gasps> a lot of people alone? hate that movie hello <laughs> um hello it is top four on my i page. know i know i wow. just Unreal. love actually is so good I think it has every component. I know we're not talking about holiday movies, but because All I Want for Christmas is a key part of that movie, like that that scene where she sings that song is such a key part of Love Actually. That is true. I, it had to be mentioned. It had to be mentioned. All right. My all-time Christmas classic is Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. And this might be surprising to people but i just really like the song it's a good vibe it's fun <laughs> it's upbeat and i feel like it's a different kind of energy than a lot of 
Christmas songs, mm-hmm. like, but it's still super festive and sort of joyful. I don't have a whole lot to say, but that yeah, song, I just enjoy the song. That song reminds me of um, another horrific choir memory, but this, I took voice lessons when I was like in elementary school and this guy sang Feliz Navidad like as a solo but like it it kept looping and so like no one knew when the song was going to end <laughs> so it's like the perfect song to just put on a loop and he kept yeah. singing like even when the track was finally over and once it finally started stopped looping like man kept singing it he didn't know <laughs> and you know in that i think that's beautiful i think that says something that is a beautiful story. It yeah. does. I do think that's not a song I would want to listen to, like on a loop. A, <laughs> yeah, on a loop necessarily. But on the Christmas playlist, I'm just always sort of I don't know delighted when that song comes on because yeah. it just it brings a different vibe, a different mood, yeah. a different flavor. Yeah, I do I think it's hard to hate that song. You said what? Sorry. I think it's hard to hate that song. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Feliz Navidad is like my favorite Christmas song of all time, but. Mm-hmm. That song, along with um, Mi Burrito Sabanero, which I had talked about with y'all um, earlier, those were like two songs that like every year in like the elementary school Christmas program, which was something that I always performed like with my class or like other classes performed. And mm-hmm. I can't say that about like a lot of other Christmas songs. Those are just like two like Christmas staples, I think, from my childhood. So and I, I think the instrumentals as well as like a nice like what's it called like it's different from like american instrumentals where like a lot of standard american christmas songs right. can kind of get repetitive yeah, right and it just it's like a, a breath of fresh air whenever it like plays um yeah, yeah that's how i feel about it it's like it is a breath of fresh air and it's like a different culture yeah. kind of mm-hmm. okay. yeah is there anything you guys <laughs> want to <laughs> say like, like anything you want to get off your mind last call last call yeah i just want to um, say i just really love and I forgot to talk about that. And the remix of Santa Tell Me with My Neck, My Back. Search it up on YouTube. Oh, pain. <laughs> Please search it up. You oh, won't regret boy. it. I promise. We'll be looking that up. Yes, please. Yeah, if you're listening right now, look that up right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, all right. So that concludes our Christmas debates. We agreed on a lot of things. We disagreed on some things as well. <laughs> I will let you guys come to your own conclusions on what you think is the best Christmas song, what's the worst Christmas song. And I hope you enjoyed listening. And yeah, that's that's it from us. Happy holidays from Afterglow. Yeah. Happy Woo! holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.